yo, yo, welcome to the Make It Rain Podcast. It's your boy, the D-Train. Choo-choo. Anyways, how are we doing on this lovely Monday? Uh, we are at the end of July, and we are almost at a new month. The new month will be August, and, but today we are doing something totally, totally new. Instead of talking about the NBA, we will be talking about the WNBA because that is what I've been wanting to talk about for at least two months. You know, I was prepping, you know, prepping. I was sitting in the lab, you know, prepping. I was going to do a pod, you know, when the season started at the end of May. But, you know, things didn't turn out to what I've planned. And, you know, I've just been sitting in the lab, gathering information and gathering information and gathering information. And, you know, just watching the WNBA. And I am just so excited here to talk about women's basketball. Uh, so I'm going to just give a brief intro, you know, how I got into it. Basically, over the last couple years, you know, in the summertime, obviously, uh, the NBA season is, uh, you know, over. Like, the, <laughs> the finals ends in June. And, yeah, your boy D-Train got nothing to watch. All right? Football doesn't start till like, late August. I'm not a baseball guy. Never have been. But, you know, I would love to go to a Red Sox game at, at some point in my life. And, you know, hockey. Hockey. I'm just not a fan of hockey. I know I work at the Garden, but... Uh, I just don't like hockey that much. So literally, my summer is just spent, you know, I honestly just go, going home from work and uh, literally just doing nothing, sitting on YouTube, you know. Uh, yeah. So I, I started watching some uh, WNBA games over the summer, over the past couple summers. And I would say about like a year or two ago, you know, the, because the playoffs is in, in September. So I really got into the playoffs and I started watching the playoffs. You know, I started watching like Elena Deladon, Maya Moore, Candace Parker, you know, and all, all these great, you know, women athletes. And, you know, I started, you know, that's what I would do. And it was just fun to me. And I, I just kind of wanted to, you know, a, a lot of a lot of people, you know, they're not talking about the WNBA. And I just feel like there should be more exposure to it because it is such a great product. You know, you know, these these women, you know, are playing at the highest levels of basketball. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, basketball is basketball, whether it's a, me a guy playing it or a female playing it. And, you know, your boy, your boy D-Train loves basketball. So I got to support. I got to support. And, you know, I went, I've, I've actually went to a couple games that, you know, which I'll go into or I'll go into later. You know, I went to uh, two games. I went to the uh, Connecticut Suns versus the uh, Minnesota Lynx. On July 6th and then I went to uh, recently I went to a New York Liberty against the uh, Los Angeles Sparks and yeah your boy D-Trade <laughs> he gets hyped for WNBA games I get hyped for that shit I do I get hyped I was you know and I'll talk I'll talk more about the uh, the LA game but I was the only one in New York rooting for LA and everyone was just looking at me like, man, what is this kid's problem? Yo, he 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 in the wrong, yo, <laughs> he in the wrong side. 
you're the wrong side, but like there's no one there's no one I really know on New York other than uh Kia Nurse and uh Tina Charles. So but yeah. Anyways, uh my my goals, you know, I why I'm doing this, I, I just you know, I love basketball. And you know, as I was saying earlier, you know, at the end of the day, basketball is basketball. We trying to promote equality out here. And, you know, it doesn't matter if a male is playing it or a female is playing it. And, you know, I, I think we should talk about, you know, the WNBA on the Make It Rain podcast. Because they make it rain, too. In fact, in the All-Star game, there was 107 threes attempted between the two teams. That's a lot of threes. But I digress. Anyways, one, one thing I wanted to, uh, you know, note... Uh, Unfortunately, these women get paid like shit, to be honest. I, I, I just, you know, it sucks. And it, it literally pisses me off, you know, to see, to see these women playing on the highest level of basketball, as I've been saying. And they only get uh, n- not even $200,000. Like, in my opinion, these women should get millions all right. If if we get if if we get in max contracts in the NBA for thirty forty million dollars, all right, thirty forty million dollars max contract. You know, I think the super max is like thirty five or something. But the max contract is at least thirty, and you can't you giving these women like, I mean, not even like ten ten percent, bro. Like, come on, get what? It's some bullshit out here. That needs to change, man. I honestly think, you know, they should have at least, you know, a, a couple million. A couple million, in my opinion. All right? You know, $100,000, I mean, obviously, your boy D-Train would wish he would, he'd be making $100,000. He's not. But, you know, I mean, these women are playing on... You know, I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm going to keep saying these women are playing on the highest level of basketball. And they're going overseas. You know, China and, like, all these other countries are paying more than, you know, the Americans. And, you know, there's something that just needs to be fixed. It needs to be fixed, you know. I mean, the WNBA is kind of ex- – uh, I think it's kind of expanding because they have a, a TV deal with like CBS Sports and, you know, there's more coverage of it now on ESPN and, you know, but, you know, I mean, hopefully we could, you know, they can work towards that because I, I really do think they should at least get a million dollars, you know, like these these all-star athletes. Like, you know, Elena Deladon, Brittany Griner, like, you know, Asia Wilson, Liz Cambage, you know, all of them. Tina Charles, Maya Moore, everybody. They should at least get a million dollars. I mean, come, like, come on now. You know, the NBA is an 82-game season, which I understand. But the women play like 30, 34 or something. I think they play 34 games. Uh, so, I mean, they... They play like a third or at least almost half. Like, you, you can't give them like, you, you know, like, I mean, I don't even know what's the, uh, let me do some quick math. Like 40, if, if you're getting 35 mil, you know, what's uh, 10% of that? Is it, you know, 35,000? I don't even know. I mean, I, I, I don't have the time to do quick math, but I just think these women deserve million, at least a million dollars, you know? 
And that's my opinion. Dewana Bonner gets $127,500. That's literally, you know, nothing. And uh, it should be higher. It should be higher. Anyways, uh, I went to uh, two games this summer, as I was saying earlier. And I am definitely hoping to go to more, you know. And so if anyone wants to come with your boy, D-Train, you know, y'all know where to find me. <laughs> you know, we can go to Mohegan Sun. Like, man, the Connecticut Sun play at Mohegan. Like, it's like the greatest thing. You literally go to the game, and then you can literally gamble or whatever you want to do. I mean, I'm not trying to encourage gambling out here. But, you know, you can, you can go to the stores. You can, you know, look around. You can do whatever you want. You know, personally, me, no Mohegan trip is uh, complete without Krispy Kreme donuts. So I need to get my Krispy Kreme donuts on my way back. You know, before I leave the casino. Or it's, it's not a complete trip. But uh, let's let's uh, let's uh, talk talk about the game. Talk about the game. So it was the Minnesota Lynx and the Connecticut Sun. And at the time, it was July sixth, so it was early in the month. Connecticut had the uh, number one overall seed, and I believe Minnesota was like the four seed. So it you know it was a you know a, a good battle, a good battle, and it was a. You know, it was a great game. A great game to watch. Uh, I was, like, in the third. Your boy was in, the like, the third the third row, you know, on the opposing, uh, near the opposing bench. I was sitting where, you know, the hoop was. And, I mean, yeah, your boy got good seats, man. It was, like, 40 bills. 40 bills. Good seats. And, but, yeah. On, in that game, you know, Odyssey Sims, uh, she dropped 21 points, got eight assists. Uh, Sylvia Fowles, you know, she's really good. Really good. She oh man. They they literally could not stop Sylvia Fowles that game. They they, they could not stop her. Uh she got eighteen points and eleven rebounds. And on the uh Connecticut side, uh we got Jasmine Thomas with sixteen points and uh John Quell Jones with five points. Now, in my opinion, I thought she was tired that game. I'm not gonna give shit. You know, I'm not going to give her shit. I mean, you know, she she was an all-star, so props to her. She was an all-star and, you know, she was killing it at the uh at the the three-point contest on Friday. And, you know, I thought she was, I had her I thought she was going to win the whole thing and I was rooting for her to win the whole thing. But, you know, in that game, that specific game I saw, I just thought she looked tired. You know, but you know, I mean, she she probably bounced back. She probably had it, it wasn't it wasn't her best game. Let's just put it like that. It wasn't her best game. And uh, Connecticut, you know, to me, they lost the game in the fourth quarter. You know, they just you know in the fourth quarter they just lost it. Like they had the lead, but then Minnesota, you know, Odyssey Sims was going off. She was hitting three. She was hitting two. She was hitting everything. And yeah. <laughs> Minnesota ended up taking that game 74 to 71. Uh, I was kind of sad because I wanted the home team to win, but you know, it, it didn't go like that. It didn't go like that. So, but yeah, it was a fun game, you know, back and forth, back and forth. Uh, I thought Connecticut's bench was good. You know, they had a they had a good time. So, but the next game I went to. Uh, I went to the Los Angeles Sparks versus the New York Liberty. 
And uh, I was surprised because New York, I thought Los Angeles was going to smack New York. I really did. I was like, yo, they got Sinead, they got NECA. But I also thought Candace Parker was going to play. Candace Parker did not play. So I was like, all right. And they got uh, Chelsea Gray. She's pretty good. And, yeah, I thought they were going to smack New York. But uh, New York uh, ended up giving it to them. So props to New York. Uh, New York won 83-78. As I said earlier, there was no Candace Parker for L.A. Uh, on the New York side, uh, Kia Nurse got 14 points. And this uh, lady that they literally picked up, uh, I think a couple days ago before the game, um, Maureen Johannes, uh, she got 17 points, five rebounds, and she was six for six from the floor, four for four from three. So she shot 100% from the floor. Now, the reason why New York won that game, because they were literally, they literally did not miss a three. All right. They were, I think they were like seven, I think they were like seven for eight at one point, seven for seven, and they ended the game eight for 11. That's a that's a high. I know that's not a lot of threes taken, but eight for eleven. You know that's a high percentage. You know, <laughs> like, sheesh, that's a high percentage. And uh, it did not help that the LA Sparks did not have a good first quarter because I think they lost the first quarter nineteen to twelve, and then they evened it out on the second and third. But they had a bad first quarter. They were kind of they were kind of rusty. They were kind of rusty. And, yeah. I mean, both games were overall a great time, you know. Oh, I didn't talk about on the uh, on the L.A. side. So, NECA and Bubake had 20 points, 12 rebounds. She's pretty good. She's a beast. She, she, she's really good. Uh, Chelsea Gray had 19 points. And, yeah. She hit, uh, Chelsea Gray almost hit a big shot. She hit a big shot. She hit like a, I don't know if it was the game tying three, but, you know, she pulled him back within three or something like that. So she hit a big shot. And then uh, Shanae and Bubike had uh, 16 points and seven rebounds. But as I said earlier, it was just not enough. It was just not enough. Not enough. You know, New York, hot from three. Playing that defense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, the LA Sparks are, uh, I'm not going to say they're my team, but, you know, they're a team I root for because I'm a huge fan of Shanae and NECA. So, you know, I root for them. And uh, I think they'll they'll get it together. Uh, I think they'll make a huge playoff push. But, you know, we'll see. But yeah, overall, you know, those two games were a lot of fun. Uh, I want, I plan to see, I plan to go to Mohegan Sun more to see uh, more games, you know. It just kind of sucks because they play at 7.30 on Friday, and I get out of work at 5. And if you know Boston traffic, like, Boston traffic, I well, you got to take I-93 to I-90, I think I-95 or something, you know, yeah. Boston traffic, like, I would literally have to take, like, a half day or something because I'm not going to be sitting in that traffic. I'm going to be late for the game. I'm going to be late for the game. But I want to see them play. I I think coming up on my calendar, uh, I think they play Seattle. They play Seattle. The uh, Seattle. Why am I blanking on their team? I'm blanking. (laughs) 
right. Yeah, they play Seattle, and then they play. I think they play in Vegas too, at some point. So they're playing Vegas. <laughs> I'm not gonna say Seattle. It's not the Seattle SuperSonics. It's the Seattle something. I'm I'm blanking right now. It will come back to me. Well, yeah, I I got a couple games on the schedule that I want to go to. Uh, hopefully, I hopefully I'm trying to at least go to one more one more WNBA game. You know, in August. I just I just want to see a good matchup. Obviously, it's going to be Connecticut because Connecticut is the closest to me. I honestly wish there was a team in Boston. If there was a team in Boston, I think I'd be a season ticket holder and I'd go to every single game. But, you know, actually probably not because that's, that's probably a lot of money. <laughs> that's probably a lot of money. <laughs> but, you know, I would if, if there was a WNBA team in Boston, I would go. I would go to at least a third of the games. Let's just say that. But yeah, it's fun. Uh, the ch- tickets are cheap. You get good ass seats. I mean, you know, and yeah, it's a fun time. And you know, we just try to bring more more exposure, as I said, to the to the WNBA because it's it's a great product, a great product. Like you know, I know there's obviously there's not a lot of dunking other than Brittany Griner. She dunks from you know occasion to occasion. But you know, these women, these women, they got handles. You know, they got flashy passes. They hit big shots. Uh, they play some defense. Sometimes, sometimes, once in a while, once in a while, you'll see a hard-ass screen. Once in a while. It's not, it's not all the time, but, you know, maybe once in a blue moon, you'll, you'll, see, a, you'll see a hard-ass screen. So, but, you know, I, I just think, it, I hope it keeps on growing. And, uh, you know, I hope these women... You know, they get paid more because they shouldn't have to, like, get, you know, other occupations and they shouldn't have to get go overseas. Like, uh, what's her face? Brianna Stewart went overseas and she ended up tearing her ACL and she ended up being out for the whole season. And she was the MVP last season. Now, if these, if these women got paid more, you could probably say, hey, maybe she wouldn't have torn her ACL. It, it sucks that she's out for the whole season. Like, you know, the Seattle team, like, I don't even know how Seattle's doing it because, you know, Sue Bird's out and uh, Brianna Stewart's out. But, you know, Natasha Howard and Jewel Lloyd are, you know, carrying them. So, you know, props to them. Props to them. And, yeah. It, uh, they, it, we just, it just needs to. I mean, I, I know they got a new commissioner because she was on the TV uh, <laughs> on Saturday. She was on the TV Saturday, and I, I forget her name. I should, uh, did I write her name down? Let me see if I wrote her name down. I definitely have probably wrote her name down. Uh, oh no, I did not write her name down. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sure I can Google it, but, you know, let me Google it real quick. Uh, New commish of WNBA. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to type that in. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Oh, Kathy Engelbert. Uh, Yeah, she is the commissioner of the WNBA, and... uh, Hopefully, I think she'll do a good job. Uh, she was on the TV, as I said, on Saturday. 
And, you know, she seems like a nice lady. Uh, she was, you know, I think she played in college. So, you know, she has, like, you know, she just, she just wants the best, you know, for all these women athletes and all that. So, you know, I hope things just work out. Now, uh, let's get into the uh, WNBA All-Star Weekend. So, the All-Star Weekend was this past weekend, Friday and Saturday. And we, uh, so the WNBA does the WNBA Skills Challenge, and they do the three-point contest. So uh, Diamond the Shields out of the Chicago Sky uh, won the, uh, the Skills Challenge. And Shakina Strickland from Connecticut won the three-point contest. Now, I, I kind of fell asleep on the three-point contest. Did I fall asleep? I took a nap. I took a nap, so I kind of missed it. But I did watch the skills challenge. I did watch the skills challenge, and it was funny. It was, you know, it was fun to watch. You know, um, Brittany Griner was in it. John Quall Jones was in it, and, and some uh, a bunch of other players. You know, they were in Diamond the Shields. You know, she ended up winning, and I, there was like eight of them. So it was, you know, good competition. Good competition. I really wanted John Quell Jones to win because, you know, she was coming from behind and, it, you know, made a good comeback story. But, you know, Diamond, Diamond the Shield won. And, you know, I'm, uh, we, I'm happy. We, we happy for her. We happy for her. And, uh, you know, I watched the, uh, the All-Star. They had the All-Star draft on that Thursday uh between the team captains uh elena deladon and asia wilson i really wish asia wilson got the play but you know she's in a she's in a boot you know i think she shared a foot or something or yeah she, she's injured right now i wish she got the play <laughs> but yo a asia wilson has a very good she's funny <laughs> she's funny she's a funny woman so you know watching the draft between uh edd elena deladon and uh and uh, Asia Wilson, you know that it was it was fun. It was a fun. I got a good I got a good laugh for a, a good half hour. <laughs> so you know it was it was fun to watch. It was fun to watch, and <laughs> you know I think uh, Asia Wilson's team. You know Asia Wilson's team, and we'll talk about the All Star Game. Uh, their team, her team, ended up winning, and I thought it was funny because she left like her her teammates on the board like she did not pick Liz Cambage first she she picked somebody else i forget who uh, let me see if i can look it up actually <laughs> uh, let's see let's see let's see WNBA i just go to instagram for all my news uh, let's see let's see. oh tiana taylor performed on the halftime show And I forgot, I was blanket. I was watching the halftime show with Tiana Taylor. And I was like, yo, I know that. I know her husband. I know that guy. He used to play in the NBA. And, you know, his name finally came across to me. It was Iman Shepard. And I was like, oh, yeah, that, him, him. All right, let me see if I can find it. All right, all right, here it is. It's right in front of me. So on Team Deladon, it was uh, Brittany Griner, Jewel Lloyd, John Quell Jones, Kia Nurse, uh, Christy Tolliver, Dewana Bonner, Neka Mbumake, Courtney Vandersloot, Tina Charles, and Alyssa Thompson. On uh, Asia Wilson's team, oh, yeah, she picked, did she pick Chelsea Gray first? I forgot who she picked first. 
<laughs> it, it was not her teammate. It was not Liz Gambage or Caleb McBride. I think it was Chelsea Gray. So she picked up uh, Chelsea Gray, Caleb McBride, Liz Cambage, Natasha Howard, Sylvia Fowles, Diamond DeShields, Allie Quigley, uh, Nafisa Collier, Erica Wheeler, Candice Dupree, and Odyssey Sims. So, you know, it was a good lineup. And then uh, they did a trade. They did a trade. So they traded uh, coaches. <laughs> And uh, yeah, they tra- they traded coaches. I remember that because uh, Ella- Elena Deladon's coach was uh, Mike was it Mike Tivo Mike Tivo, and he was on Asia's side first, and then Bill Lambeer was on Deladon's side. So they traded coaches, and then they traded uh, they traded Tina Charles, uh, but I forget for who. I think it might have been the rookie. It might have been the rookie uh, Nafisa Collier, but don't quote me on that. So yeah, that was that was fun to watch uh, between them, and uh, the All Star game was fun to watch. I ended up watching the entire All Star game. It was you know fun from uh, start to finish, <laughs> and it was a high scoring All Star game. Uh, Team Asia Wilson won one twenty nine to uh, one twenty six. And uh, the high man for Team Asia was uh, Erica Wheeler with uh, 25 points and 7 assists. And she was the all-star MVP. Now there's a story to this, which we will get into. Uh, but on the uh, Deladon side, you had Neka Mbumake with 22 points, 6 rebounds. Brittany Griner had 3 dunks. Uh, it was fun seeing Brittany Griner and uh, Liz Gambage go off against a cutter. You know, Liz Liz was like, yo, I'm a point guard. She's funny. She's funny. She's like, yo, I'm a point guard. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, yo, the, the WNBA got some personality, and, and, and that's what I love. That's what I love. That's what I love to see. Like, yo, these women are funny. They're funny, and they hoop. Like, what more could you want? What more could you want? But basically, in the uh, in the uh, WNBA All Star Game, uh, Team Asia had like uh, the lead the lead for the entire game. Uh, I think I don't know how bad it was, but you know she was the, their team was up like at least twenty points. Like Team Deladon did not show up in the first quarter. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna go like <laughs> analyze the All Star Game because it's just an All Star Game. But, you know, yeah, Team Asia had to lead the entire game, and then it got close in the fourth quarter. It was nice to see, you know, it ended up it ended up, it ended up being a three-point game. So, you know, that was fun. And, uh, yeah, just overall, it was a great game. You know, I, you know, I was happy, you know. I, like, spending my Saturday for two hours just watching that, like, it, it, it was fun. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. And as I said earlier in the podcast, 107 threes attempted. They had 107 threes attempted. And I think, uh, if I look at the stats, I mean, I think they shot like 40% or something or 30%, high, high 30s. But yeah, it was, you know, it was a, it was a fun game. <laughs> I cannot believe they took 107 threes. Everyone was shooting threes. Brittany Griner was shooting threes. Everybody was shooting threes. Everyone had the green light. Everyone had the green light. Now, uh, Erica Wheeler, as I said earlier, uh, she ended up winning the uh, All-Star MVP. And, you know, her, her story, you know, 
was amazing because uh, she is the first, you know, undrafted player to win All-Star MVP. And, you know, she lost her mom due to uh, cancer in college, which really sucks. You know, my, uh, my, my condolences, you know, sorry for that. And she, she just, you know, she, she's, she, she proved that, you know, she belongs in the WNBA. She was undrafted, and, you know, she had, she had the biggest shot of the game, you know, to pu- pull him within, uh, put him within six. She hit the biggest three, you know, to, to stretch the lead out. And, you know, she, she balled. She balled. She was the best player on the court yes, on, uh, on Saturday. She was the best player on the court. So, you know, props to her. She really deserved it. And, you know, uh, I root for her. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not, I don't think she's Haitian. I'm not sure. But, you know, uh, I root for her. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I look forward to see what she does on the Indiana, in, on the Indiana Fever. So, yeah. You know, yay. All right. Some, uh, some second half predictions that I have. Uh, for this season, uh, I've been watching WNBA. You know, from time to time, I try to catch games on, uh, try to catch the prime time games on ESPN here and there. And as I said earlier, I've been going to a couple games, so you know, I look at the standings. You know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not an expert here. I'm not an expert, but you know, we're just gonna make some, uh, we're gonna make some predictions out here. I'm gonna make some second half predictions. So my first prediction is uh, the Los Angeles Sparks will find a way to get a top two seed. All right, I don't know if they're gonna be number one or number. I think they're gonna be number two, because you'll see in my other prediction who I have as number one. But I think you know the Invulcae Six Sisters will find it. You know, find their groove. Candace Parker will come back. You know, you got Chelsea Gray, and you know I think they'll make a they'll make a second half push because I think they're like currently four right now. So I, it's not in uh, extreme hyperbole for them to not get a number two seed. So, you know, I root for them. You know, I think I honestly think that's my favorite team in the league because of, you know, Shanae but, and, and the other and NECA, you know. But, you know, Chelsea Gray is good, too. And I root for the L.A. Sparks. The Fish coaches them. So, you know. <laughs> At least he's doing better than he was doing with the Knicks, right? <laughs> Your boy got jokes. Your boy got jokes. You always got to make a Knicks joke out here. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Oh, I wanted to look at the standings. So I'll give you the standings right now. Uh, oh, go back, go back, go back. So number one. Okay, all right. Hit the X. What is happening? All right, Connecticut Suns are number one with 13 and 6. Then you got the Las Vegas Aces, 13 and 6. Washington Mystics, 12 and 6. Los Angeles Sparks, 11 and 8. Chicago Sky, 11 and 8. Oh, Seattle Storm. I knew it. I, was, I knew it. Seattle Storm. Uh, the Seattle Storm are 12 and 9. Uh, the Phoenix Mercury are 10 and 8. You got the Minnesota Lynx t- are. I don't know why my phone's like black. 
but 10 and 10, so it's kind of hard to read. Uh, the New York Liberty are 8 and 11. The Indiana Fever are 6 and 15. The Dallas Wings are 5 and 14. And the Atlanta Dream are 5 and 15. All right. So, yeah, like I said earlier, I believe the Sparks can climb up to the two, two to the number two seed because they're literally like uh, they're two games. They're two games out. So I can see it. I mean, I, you know, we'll talk more about the predictions. Uh, I see also I see the uh, New York Liberty. Uh, I think the New York Liberty will make the playoffs this season. I think they'll get the eighth seed, you know. I just see it. Uh, you got Kia Nurse, uh, Tina Charles, and you know, hopefully that uh, that girl who killed it, Marine. Uh, what's her name? Sorry, Marine Marine Johannes. You know, hopefully, you know, they got some spark. I, I think they're, you know, a lot of people bash New York, <laughs> but you know, I think they'll make the A seed and they'll make the playoffs. They're probably gonna lose in the playoffs, but. They'll make the A seed, and you know they'll have a competitive game. Uh, I think they're they're just an underrated team. So the number one team right now is the uh, Connecticut Suns. Now I I am just not too sold on them, to be honest with you. I mean they're a good team. John Quell Jones, you know Alyssa Thompson, uh, Shakina Strickland. They just have a good overall team. Their bench is good. Their starting five is good. But I am just not I'm just not sold on, you know, the Connecticut Suns. So I have them falling to the four or five seed. I think they're gonna lose some games and they're gonna drop down in the standings. Now I still I so originally uh on Facebook and on Twitter I posted that the uh Las Vegas Aces and the uh, Washington Mystics will play in the finals. I still believe that's going to happen. I still believe that's going to happen for the WNBA finals. Uh, I got to sleep on it. I'm not going to pick who's going to win right now. I got to, you know, watch the rest of the season. Uh, I still got a, a Lan I originally had Elena Deladon as the MVP of the, uh, of the league, but I think It'll be a race between Elena Deladon and a Natasha Howard for the MVP. Uh, I'm still going to, you know, rock with the ship and say Elena Deladon is going to win the uh, MVP. And my last prediction is that Las Vegas will have the number one overall seed. All right. They will have the number one overall seed in the conference. And, yes, they will. Well, as I said earlier, they're gonna final. They're gonna make it to the finals, so they're gonna be in the WNBA finals, and they're gonna be that number one seed. You know, I'm just like Caleb McBride. Once Asia Wilson comes back from injury, you know, Liz Cambage. I'm just excited to see. I'm excited to see what they have. You know, I think, you know, their their team was an expansion. Their their team started last year, and you know, I think you know they'll make the jump. And they'll make the finals this year, and they could possibly win it. But I'm not I'm not 100% sure. Now, uh, before I uh, end, the, end these podcasts, I just wanted to give a shout-out to all these women 
all these women that were in the WNBA, they now hold uh, some NBA positions, which is really good because we need we need the NBA to hire some more women, yo. We really do. Uh, I, I like it. Uh, like I said, they should have a higher wage, you know, and I think, you know, I'm happy for all these women, and I'm happy that, you know, I'm sure, um, I'm hoping that, you know, there'll be more opportunities for, you know, to for women to be in the in the NBA circle. So, you know, I got to shout out uh, Kara Lawson. Uh, she's the assistant head coach of my Celtics, which I am very happy about. You know, I cannot wait. Uh, good good offseason. Good, uh, good offseason signing. Great offseason signing. You know, the, as you know, I've been, you know, the Celtics have literally, like, made me look like a fool this season uh, because <laughs> I was so high. I was so high on my boys. I was so high on my boys that they they literally made me they literally made me eat shit. <laughs> like I ate so much shit. <laughs> I was defending Kyrie for the whole season. And what Kyrie do? He ended up leaving. He ended up going to the Nets. He ended up going to the Nets. Now I can't even make jokes no more about about the Celtics fleecing the Nets. I can't make no more jokes about that because the Nets are gonna be in a better position than us in two years. And, yeah, <laughs> I'm just, you know, I mean, you got to look back at it. Dude, did we really fleece the Nets? <laughs> did we really fleece the Nets? Anyways, uh, Swin Cash is the uh, vice president of basketball operations and team development for the Pelicans. So thank God, because the Pelicans are a poorly run organization, you know. <laughs> so hopefully, I mean, I pray for her that, you know, things go well because, oh, man, they need some help out there. You know, you know, another team that needs help? Phoenix. Phoenix and the New York Knicks, because the New York Knicks are straight garbage. Oh, <laughs> they need some help, man. Just like they're literally like a black cloud franchise, man. Just someone tell James Dolan to just sell the team. Oh, I mean, I, I like as a Boston guy, I feel bad. And usually, like Boston, New York is like huge rivalries, but I feel bad because the Knicks have been suffering <laughs> for such mediocrity, such mediocrity, like. <laughs> Why is such mediocrity allowed? Why? I'm glad that, you know, he sold the WNBA team, the New York Liberty. They're going to the uh, Barclays Center next year. So that's going to be popping. Uh, you know, we can't wait for that. That's going to be nice. It's going to be nice. Anyways, <laughs> back, back to the task at hand. Uh, we got Lindsay Gottlieb. Uh, I probably miss, I probably butchered her name. I'm sorry. Uh, she's the assistant coach of the Cavaliers. So, you know, that's good. That's good. And obviously, we all know Becky Hammond, you know, assistant head coach of the Spurs. And in a, in a, while, a while back, I forget what year, but, you know, she, she won the Summer League. She won the Summer League. And then, you know, we got Sue Bird, who's the uh, basketball operation associate of the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, Sue Bird is actually one of my favorite one of my favorite players. She's one of my favorite players. She's really good. She has won at all levels. You know, high school, college, the pros. She is just a she is just a winner. And you know, props to her. 
Pro- I wish I could win at life like that. <laughs> but usually your boy D, your boy D trains taking L after L after L after L. <laughs> I need some luck out here. I need some luck out here. I. <laughs> And, and, and many more women that I've missed, you know, congrats to them, you know, having, you know, these positions in uh, the NBA circle. And, you know, hopefully, you know, there'll be more job opportunities because, you know, we, we're trying to have like, and they should, get, they should get paid the same wage. If they're doing the same thing as the guys doing, they should, they should get paid the same wage. You know, we're trying to promote equality out here. We're trying to promote equality out here, you know, but... One day, one day, I tell all my friends this. There will be a dub, there will be an NBA woman. I mean, all right, no, there will be a woman as an NBA head coach within two to three years. I hope it's sooner, but I can see it in two to three years. By 2022, there will be a head. There will be a woman's head coach in the NBA. You heard it here first on the Make It Rain podcast. You, you know. I hope I hope it's you know maybe this coming season or next season, but you know in two to three years this will happen. It will happen. Anyways, uh, I just want to thank y'all uh, for listening to me. You know, <laughs> talk about the WNBA. Uh, we're gonna have you know a couple more of these. Uh, definitely going to do one probably you know to recap the end of the season before the playoffs. And then, you know, have one for the playoffs. I, I don't know how I'm going to do it, you know, but we're definitely going to have another WNBA podcast, you know, because, I mean, I had a lot of fun just doing this, you know. I did, you know, like I said, a lot a lot of people, a lot of people, and w- women included, women included, are sleeping on this product, you know. The WNBA is good. It's good. Y'all just need y'all just need to hop on the train. Y'all just need to hop on the train. I, we ain't asking you to watch all the games. We ain't asking you to you know to do that. We're asking you to watch one game. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. And don't don't watch the game with the shittiest teams. You know you gotta watch a game with you know with the uh, you know with the <laughs> with the beast in the conference. You know don't watch the game between like the Atlanta Dreams and the and the. I forget who was in, in the Dallas Wings, all right? You got to watch, you know, Las Vegas, the Washington Mystics, the L.A. Sparks. Uh, you can watch Connecticut. Connecticut's good. Uh, the Phoenix Mer- Mercury with, you know, I don't know when Diana Tourossi's coming back, but hopefully she'll come back soon. And, uh, you know, Minnesota. Minnesota's good, you know. So you got Sylvia Fowles. She's pretty good. Well, Yeah. If there's one thing I want you to take away from this podcast is, uh, you know, for you, y'all just to give the uh, WNBA a chance. And uh, <laughs> maybe you'll be like, hey, yo, that D-Train guy, he was right. <laughs> Sometimes I like to be right. It feeds my own ego. <laughs> but, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm being egotistical out here. All right. Uh, yeah, you can follow the Make It Rain podcast on Facebook. Twitter and Instagram at Make It Rain Pod. We are on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, Google Play, Stitcher, 
Yes. Uh, it's just search the Make It Rain podcast or just go on your local podcast app and search the Make It Rain podcast. Uh, I was actually thinking of getting a hat with the Make It Rain podcast logo on it and wearing it to promote my podcast. I might do that one day. But anyways, I just want y'all to have a lovely evening. And as I said, thank you for uh, listening to me today. And uh, yeah, uh, just give the WNBA a chance. Just give it a chance. Have a good night.